Hi everyone, and this is Rusty, and welcome to Fitting the, the Pieces, part of uh, Pieces of the Puzzle Ministry. My name is Rusty, as I said, and I'm here with my wife, Michelle. Good evening. And this is our first podcast that we're doing tonight. Um, we, Some of y'all that have followed our Facebook page, we've been doing it for probably about two years, doing different blogs about our journey with autism with our son, uh, Samuel. And we decided... Uh, probably several months ago that we wanted to kind of go into different other avenues of to be able to reach people whether it be doing videos or blogs and well so here we are um back in 2017 our lives as parents as we thought they were going to be changed dramatically we found out that our son was high functioning autistic it was a road we never thought we would see ourselves on okay and and Anyone that has family members that are special needs know that 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 journey can be a roller coaster. And one of the things when we dealt with our our son's being diagnosed with autism is it kind of started us going and looking for different resources that were out there as far as serving him, just general ones as far as helping with speech, uh, just be able to where he can function every day in everyday life. But also, as us as being Christians, we kind of like to see what kind of Christian uh, resources were out there. And to our surprise, there wasn't very much out there. And we're not going to question one way or another the legitimacy of ministries that claim to heal people. That's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time. But as new special needs parents, it wasn't what we needed. We needed things that were going to bring us encouragement and support as well as give us resources to help us teach our son about the Lord. It's, even though he may be nonverbal and autistic, we still want him to know that there is a God out there that loves him. Well, in, in kind of that journey and kind of looking, just like Michelle said, when I first uh, went onto YouTube and I typed in autis, autism ministry, um, it brought up a lot of stuff that I to admit, uh, I to, to make it like she said that we can made us angry. Yeah, it made us angry. We can get into it in a different podcast down the road, but it wasn't something that I would call something that would minister to families that are dealing with uh, family members that are autistic or in special needs. Now, thankfully, over the last several years, we've come across different ministries and things that are out there that uh, that work with other people, work with people that are affected by special needs, such as Key Ministries. Um, there's the Mount Perrin Church in uh, Unlimited Special, Unlimited needs, special needs in uh, in Georgia that they do a good job. Uh, there's several conferences we've even seen, like we have the autism pastor that we both kind of follow on yes. social media mm-hmm. there in uh, in Georgia. And so we've kind of, as time's going on, we've kind of seen, thankfully, that there are some resources out there, and it's an area that, of ministry that is growing in more and more churches, and so. We kind of thought that kind of what we wanted to do at first with our blogs is kind of sharing our own um, journey that we went through, but to also kind of expand what we do to let people that are dealing with special needs, if they get them in contact and give them information about all these other kind of ministries that are out there. Because, you know, you may live in the Georgia, maybe listening to this podcast and you might be in the Georgia area or in the, in Ohio where Key Ministry is located and kind of maybe you didn't realize they were there and maybe you know this would kind of help you kind of spur um 
doing research and kind of getting in contact with them. So that's one of the things that we wanted to do is uh, kind of with what our vision is, is that we're going to kind of feature and focus, you know, or showcase, you know, some of those ministries that when, when we can. And uh, what are some of the other stuff that you kind of wanted to do with this ministry, Michelle? Yeah, we wanted to take this further. And one thing that was really on both of our hearts with po- was podcasting. It's something we're both still new to and we're still learning, as you can tell. But we just really want to get our son's story out there, let people know that they're not alone. That that's something we have both struggled with a lot in this journey sometimes, is feeling like we're alone we're the only ones dealing with this but thankfully as we have found resources made contacts made connections we've learned we're not alone and we just want other families that may be getting a diagnosis for the first time to know that they're not alone and that God has not left them he knows what they're going through he knows what they have dealt with and he can be their strength because he's been our strength and we couldn't walk this journey without him and also keep in mind as we do these podcasts that Michelle and I, neither one of us uh, profess to be experts in autism or uh, as far as therapies and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll have that disclaimer. And a lot of times when we talk about maybe some of the therapies that are out there and some of the uh, just things that are out there that we're we're still, we've been on this journey for a couple of years now, but we're it's still kind of new to us. And that's kind of the things that we hope to do with our podcast through the blogs, through hopefully even down the road with uh, videos and so on, is that we can bring other people that are affected by autism and special needs, kind of let them share their story about what they are going through, what they have gone through, and to give their wisdom, to give their tips. And hopefully we'll talk to even some maybe professionals that deal with different uh, special needs that they can kind of give tips, kind of give advice. Maybe just to get people and uh, point people in the, the right direction. Um, we've already had one lady, kind of local, that's kind of got connected with us over the last couple of weeks. That she just found out that her son is diagnosed with autism. And while we're not experts and we can't really help his case, I feel like just with the talking that we caught a direction as far as maybe some of the therapy, you know, places to go for therapy in our local area. And so that's just something that we won't want to be able to do is just kind of. Uh, again is just to be able to bring that to light so that's kind of what a little bit of some of the vision that we have for our ministry pieces of the puzzle and kind of with the podcast being part of that fitting the pieces if any of y'all are aware of any uh, disability ministries or resources please help us get the word out because we want to get the word out you can email us at pieces of the puzzle ministries that's all one word at gmail.com again that's pieces of the puzzle ministries at gmail.com and you can also find our, find us on facebook under pieces of the puzzle ministries and down the road we are trying to work on a website but like most of y'all we're, this is something that we're kind of doing on our free time and a lot of y'all that are parents you know working uh full-time both of us working full-time jobs and also having a kid and doing that stuff sometimes having the time to get all that you know straighten out sometimes it's, it's easier said than done but kind of watching the next uh, few months that we'll try to get a website on to where past blogs past uh you know current past podcasts the kind of links and stuff like that we'll have but right now the probably the best way to reach us again is how michelle sent us through our facebook page and in our email 
now we wanted to share a little bit kind of how we came to this place and kind of our journey with our son because it has been quite a journey wouldn't you say hun yeah it, it has and one thing I could just say uh God is faithful yes. God is great but to say that you don't go through a roller coaster of emotions oh, uh, to where you know you feel okay God has us in control which we'll get to that sometimes being kind of a cliche but you know you know just knowing that you know everything's good then you know you'll have a setback or something will happen and you'll kind of the next day why God are we walking through this journey and it's something that in the last two years there's times I think okay I'm past that point to where you know you go through the valley or go through a low but you find your times that you kind of struggle with that kind of some stuff I've read though is when you're an autism parent you go through grief and it's that sounds really weird and it's not the death of a person that can be the death of dreams that you had for your child and there are days you're going to have made peace with that and other days it's going to hit you so hard that you start to grieve and it's happened a lot in our journey but we just have to remember that God has had our son he entrusted him to us and this was not a mistake this was his calling on our lives and we're very grateful that he entrusted our sweet boy to us and again uh we're which I kind of talked about, wanted to kind of go over a little bit how, where we got, how we got to where we're at now. And we can go into more detail as far as our journey as we go into future podcasts. But to kind of how everything started to, from where we found, you know, the journey of autism to where we are now. It kind of started back when our son was probably about one year, 18 months old. Uh, he still, he was acting like a typical baby. You know, he had gotten to where he had learned to walk pretty uh, pretty quick, pretty regular. Um, even as far as being able to use, you know, being potty trained, we really didn't have a big issue with that. I mean, you know, the typical stuff. He was hitting parents. all his milestones. But milestones. Stuff. One that was really sticking out was speech delay. He, uh, that we, we kind of dealt with where we, had him test, uh, tested for hearing things. Uh, one in a year, half about, about a year and a half, yes. he was tested for hearing. Um, a little down, while a little while down the road, he was also had a, even a more uh, a neurological test. Yeah, neurological test to make sure to see if there wasn't something going on there as far as the hearing. But everything checked out fine as far as the hearing, which we were thankful for, but we still didn't have an answer. Yeah, so. We even went through the thing to where he did have some uh, ear infections growing up, and people always talk about that could be part of a speech delay thing. And so it was one of those that he had him, and we'd go to the doctor, and he'd say, well, if uh, you know he has another one in a certain amount of time, we'd look at the tubes. But the thing is, I guess you could say, thankfully, he didn't have them long enough to where they ever went as far as to having the tubes. Um, so... Long story short, it kind of got to where we still had issues with the speech, so they got us in contact with ECI. Early Childhood Intervention, for those who have not heard of this. That's a program here in Texas that helps with kids with, you know, uh, kind of... With different delays. Yeah, with different delays. And he dealt with speech, he dealt with occupational therapy. Um, 
Uh, he only do it till he was three, though, right? Yeah, he they only they only worked till, with him till he was three, and I I'll, I'll say that the speech therapist did worked with him really good. But it was one of those they came about two or three times a month. Uh, it's kind of one of those for a lot of kids that you know that's about all the therapy they need. It's kind of helped get kind of a kickstarter to mm-hmm. get them you know ready to keep going. But Sam interacted with them well. You know, he played with them, but as far as the speech, it still just wasn't coming. And so, um, we finally dealt with it to where one of the times before he turned three, which again, that's when ECI can't work with them anymore because they feel that that's when they can be turned over to usually your public school system in in your local area. They, that the, the therapist finally had that heart to heart with me and Michelle and said, we may need to... Look, talk to the doctor about possibly being tested for autism. Honestly, though, we really weren't ready to hear that at that time. It it was something that she had kind of mentioned before, but you know, we kind of like, well, well, let's wait and see how the therapy went. But again, like we said, we weren't having really strides as far as uh, uh, with the speech, and, and and he had other things that were kind of showing up as far as him. He never really. One of the things they show about autistic kids is they don't really pretend play. And as far as like, like if you had a GI Joe or an Iron Man action figure to where they you know, they go and they act like they're Iron Man and stuff like that, that our son never really did that. But I didn't really think that was a big of a deal because even though I had action figures as a kid, as far as to going around and saying you know playing and doing pretend like that, that's something that I never really did growing up myself. But we finally got in to see the doctor. He did his little screening. And he was ready then to pretty much say, from what he could tell, that you know, he, that he felt good about giving the autism diagnosis. There was a few, it was, there were wanting us to be able to go get a little more testing. Wasn't that right? Well, we went, he started pre-K. He had delays, had issues. He ended up getting moved to a special needs classroom. And kind of from there is what started the ball rolling on the going to the doctor and starting more intensive therapy. Okay. So we they got us into a, a, the turn center over in Amarillo, which it's a great facility. They work great with uh, kids with autism, with other special needs. It's one of those, if you're in the Texas panhandle, and if you ever find yourself in a situation where you have a kid, it's honest if it's possible for you to get your family in there then we would highly recommend it keep in mind you usually have a wait list which we we found ourselves on it for two months but if you can get in their therapists are worth it but anyway we got in there uh they did their testing and they came back with a diagnosis that on their scale of one to ten right that's correct that our child tested an eight which meant that he was high functioning autism That was an unofficial opinion, but our pediatrician did confirm it two weeks later that he was autistic. Okay, and so to kind of keep, so we don't go real long on this uh, podcast, but uh, since then we've been dealing with probably about two and a half years of different speech therapies, occupational therapies, uh, special needs uh, classrooms at school, Mm -hmm. which for the most part he does fairly well. He did just graduate uh, occupational therapy for the church center, or at least for this stage of it. Uh, 
But the big factor that we're still noticing is speech. Um, as far as if you were to see our son and with us at Walmart or you know around town or eating, you just think he's a typical uh, six-year-old, which I do say he is a normal mm-hmm. six-year-old boy. But yes. because that's the one thing, if, uh, autism, you know, you can't just look at so look at a kid and say, oh, I know he's autistic or not. You know, it's something that you know that it's. You do, once well, you get it's to been know. said, if you know one person with autism, you know one person with autism. No two people are the same. It's going to look different from one kid to another. So you just never know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, and so that kind of where we're at now. We've had other things that's kind of crept up that we've noticed. Some good things and bad things, but we can get into that into another podcast. But to kind of just for this podcast, what are some of the keys that this journey has taught us so far. At first is that the importance of patience. Absolutely. Um, again, some days are just really, really hard. And some days you just... It takes all you have to be patient. You just... But you got to work through it and plow through it. Because <laughs> again, with the speech... You know, my thing is... I always tell people it's... The thing that it, it frustrates me as my, for my end is... I can tell that our son understands, for the most part, what I'm saying to him. But be able for him to communicate back to us what he's thinking, what he's seeing, what he, what he wants. You know, you know, six-year-olds a lot of times, you know, they had their worldview. You know, it is like a six-year-old. You know, and it's, sometimes it can be kind of funny. A lot of times it can be real, idealistic. Uh, you know, idealistic. Yes, it could be that. And I just wanted to see that. You know, and I think also we've kind of talked to that. Um, with the more communication that he can do from him to us, you know, we would kind of know a little more some of the quirks or the things that we're, you know, that we're dealing with or that he deals with that we may not be aware of because he can't communicate with us. But, you know, patience, the important of patience when it comes to, uh, you know, his needs and just, you know, just in situations in general, that's one thing that we've uh, really learned. The second thing, like we've already kind of touched on, is the roller coaster of emotions. Um, there, like again, there's days that it's just a typical day. Nothing goes really wrong. There's days that you know small breakthroughs are, you know, you would kind of the quick equate as almost like winning the Super Bowl or winning a championship. And then there's other days you're just kind of again wondering to know why you're on this journey. And actually, very recently, I had an experience where our son got really upset before bedtime, and I was just. It grieved me as his mom because I didn't know how to help him because he couldn't express that to me. And just wanting to be able to help him and not knowing how, it's probably one of the hardest things being his mom that I feel like I deal with because I just want to help him and I don't always know how. And again, kind of what we just talked, we've already touched on uh, some of the things that we've learned as we can go into detail some other time is first, you do appreciate small milestones Every milestone is a victory, and we celebrate it. And then, uh, kind of with the roller coaster, and Michelle touched on it earlier, is that you do deal with a little bit of the grieving process because you re- do realize there's some things that, when you have a child with special needs, they're just just not going to be able to. Uh, how, what's the best way you could describe it, Michelle? It's the loss of some dreams that you may have had for them, some expectations you may have had. 
even before they were born of how you thought their life was going to be and when it doesn't turn out that way it can feel like a disappointment okay and then the last thing i would say that we kind of dealt is one of the things is that you we do we have developed an empathy for others that are on the journey with autism and special needs and you know we've always kind of felt for people you know and always kind of you'll be caring and then people that you know we saw families that had no family members and special needs but it does bring a new a newness and a fresh perspective on it when you're walking in it yourself you know because you know when you're not walking in that journey you know you can't really understand what they're going through can't empathize and it's kind of interesting in our even small circle uh two of my best friends you know they don't have kids that are autistic but one there's a child that does have a uh, down syndrome and another that has uh very severe epilepsy yes and so you know we've seen it to where we you know have a little more empathy and kind of we can't understand completely what they're going through because each of our situations are different but it just kind of knows about the frustrations that they're going to have the issues as far as even the finance you know the financial burden that sometimes the therapies and so on can have the medical things for them we've kind of been able to walk with walking that enough to where it just it kind of opens that and again that's part of the reason why we're bringing this ministry to you and so that's just a little background i know this is a not a lot a real detailed podcast tonight but we just felt like this is our first one and we just kind of wanted to uh, introduce ourselves to let y'all know who we are kind of where we want to go with this a little bit is just again since we are walking the journey through autism you know a lot of our focus is going to be dealing with what we're dealing with with autism but as we go along we want to be able to showcase and feature other special you know what journeys people go through and other special needs you know different things that they do with and just to give some uh, education some understanding maybe to help you you know if whether it's your family that's dealing with it or if you have a friend or what it is that you just kind of a little understanding of what you know all of our journeys are going through in this and so um that's kind of where i'm at michelle is there anything that you want to uh add before we wrap up this or this podcast we just really appreciate your prayers as we pursue this opportunity because it really is the desire of both of our hearts that god is glorified not only through this but through our son because we named him we named him Samuel because we believed that he had a special purpose and he was an answer to prayers because it was several years before we had a sweet little child and so even with all the struggles he's still a gift and we just pray that that comes through with every podcast that we do we thank you for listening and we appreciate your time and as we go uh as we try to do more of these podcasts down the road, we get this the ball rolling. And if there's some, some subjects or topics that you want us to touch on, uh, feel free again with the email that uh, you can contact us. Is, what is it, Michelle? Uh, pieces of the Puzzle Ministries at gmail.com. Yeah, or get onto our Facebook page, Pieces of the Puzzle Ministry, and just drop us a line. Um, you know, we may not be able to feature all of them, but if y'all have something, we'll. We'll look into it and we can, you know, do what we can. And so, until next time, we appreciate it. And the next podcast I think we're kind of looking at will be kind of, kind of basics of autism or autism 101. And so, if y'all have family members or if you deal with autism and you want to kind of chime in, you know, a little bit of information, feel free to do it again at those ways, either our Facebook or email. 
And this is Rusty. And this is Michelle. And we thank you for your time and God bless. God bless.